hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors podcast with your host, Hunter Brooks. I have with me uh, Andrew. As always. As always. I have a special guest, Lena Mitchlick. Dun, 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 woo. <laughs> Fireworks, That's smoke right. show, our, everything. Drum away in the background. Yeah. <laughs> hello, hello. Good morning, guys. Thank you for being here. And Absolutely. I think you just came from our shooting range. Is that correct? Mm, yes, I did. Did a breakfast and a couple meet and greets, yeah. answered questions and taught people how to be great, you know, just in Good. moments. That's all it takes. Did you get any trigger time in? Or? No, no, no. That's... That doesn't count. But you get, <laughs> you typically get trigger time just about every day, don't you? Mm, no, no, not anymore. There's been big shifts. We got lots to talk about. We got yeah. Rose by Sig Sauer to talk about. We That's have right. a huge life shift for me in order to support and start Rose. Different goals. What happened in COVID? All sorts of fun things. That's right. Excellent. Um, well, let's start. Let's start with that. Okay. Because that's a that's a big deal. It is. And uh, you, you've been a you've been a big part of Sig, mm-hmm. and uh, and I know they they love having you. Mm-hmm. And um, well, first off, we'll start by I'll introduce myself because I don't assume that everyone in the world knows who I am. I know it's a, little, it's a little it's a little arrogant of me to yeah. assume that they don't know, right. but um, I think I'll tell them. Uh, so uh, Lena Mitchellick, pro shooter since 2012, shot my first competition alongside my mom and dad at eight years old, and then went pro at 15, 16, and never stopped shooting since then. So. So I got eight world titles, five different disciplines, rifle, Excellent. pistol, shotgun, combination of 12 different disciplines into one match. Won that a bunch of times. So I am the handy woman of shooting. Gold, you, get a, you get a gold medal too, right? Oh, yeah. I like yeah. gold medals. I like shiny things. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of gold medals and trophies and big checks. Big checks are my favorite, been actually. your whole life. Been what? Since pregnancy, since your mom's pregnancy. Yeah. So actually, actually, my first world or my first national title was like negative four months old. Okay. You know, in the womb when my mom, you know, vicariously when my mom won a nationals, very pregnant, very pregnant. Your dad told us a story about uh, (laughs) we asked him about getting ready and had a pre-shot routine. How do you prepare yourself for Mm -hmm. shoot? All this. Mm -hmm. He goes, "Eh, it doesn't really matter because you know when your wife's shooting and you got a baby in diapers and you got to shoot in two minutes. He said you just throw." that all at the window it's yeah the, you, you just do just yeah. figure it out just yeah. show up yeah, and it do it yep exactly Excellent. so i was the baby yeah cool. literally born on a shooting range um so yeah guns yeah <laughs> i Excellent. do i do that but rose so i started my career when i was 16 uh competing and i went from not competing competitively because i had not found my personal passion for it yet um, until my birthday, where my mom said, Lena, I invite you to your first three-gun match. Why don't you come and play with us? And it fell on my Happy 16th birthday. birthday. Nice. So I did very minimal practicing for it, like none, like a little bit. Like I think I loaded my shotgun a couple times. I was like, Psh, whatever. Didn't really care about shooting back then. And then I showed up, and I shot this first stage, and I... I went to a war with the long-range targets. I couldn't hit this slug target with my shotgun to save my life. I drew my pistol. I didn't even know why I had it. I couldn't hit anything with it. And it was a dumpster fire. I got to the end, and I was like, wow, (laughs) this is amazing. I have to do this all the time. And I went from, like I said, not competing because I hadn't found my passion for it. I had just been there while my parents had competed um, to getting completely hooked 
I got my GED early so that I could go full time on the road, and I went from no, nothing to 20 to 24 major matches a year for about five to six years. Uh, alongside oh my with my family. So we were on the road together about 180 plus days a year on our little traveling road show. Three and amigos. the, the rest, yeah. uh, rest of the time was training. Yeah. And cool. that was it. That was my life. 180 so, days, is that what you said? On the road. Half a year. On yeah. Road. Yeah. And then the rest of the time is. four major tournaments is every other week. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's <laughs> a lot of. It was a lot. It's a years. lot of competing. Yeah. 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 And yeah, for that long. And yeah. I did it for longer, but then I toned it down sure. a little bit. Well, because, like I mean, and when you begin. Well, no, I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when you begin, it's like I was trying to begin a career, and I call it like your title snatching years like i had no formative i had yeah. no value i just showed up and was like i like shooting yeah so i had to do wanna, a lot of proving did you not want to be jerry's daughter did you want to make your own name path because it's sometimes being jerry's daughter is probably pretty good oh yeah yeah but yeah i mean i don't think i've ever not wanted to be or not wanted to be associated but everybody wants to be recognized for what Your they bring to the table yeah. um the only times that i didn't like it were just like shitty people growing up like i was a kid on the range always like mm-hmm. i was homeschooled so that i saw my parents because they were competing as much as i just told sure. you i just joined them Finally, yep. when I found Three Gun as my passion. So they were just trashy people on the range. Like, I remember being a little girl there and a guy coming up and just being like, you'll never be as good as your father. You'll never fulfill his footsteps. And walking away. That's all you need is motivation. Well, as yeah. a little kid, I was <laughs> just, just like, constant, I don't yeah. want to be here. I don't like yeah. this. I don't like Correct. you. What is like this? These, these are adults. Like, what is Correct. this? Like, coming and telling a kid. But then I learned as I got older, people are just stupid. Yep. And you shouldn't Correct. listen to them. Correct. That's right. Um, it's a people problem, not a yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. So um, that was the only time in my life where I was like, this is stupid but it was mainly because of other people never because of anything that my parents did they were very unpushing yeah like if i didn't want to shoot anything for the my entire life i never would have sure well i've I've met a lot of people in this industry and your dad is one of the if not the coolest cat i think i've ever met in this industry no no question about it. i've met a lot of people no emotion just he's just yeah i mean you know he you know first couple times he's here he's come out to the gun vault and next thing you know an hour later he's still back there telling us stories and talking mm-hmm. to us like you know he's one of the guys and yeah he's gun know, grandpa yeah, exactly. for yeah. everyone Perfect. i walked past <laughs> that's exactly, yeah, yeah. That's exactly, he probably got some hard candies in his pocket he i walked past but he would yeah. jump your car but you he know? would never share them correct yeah. now yeah. listen he'll, let you know what he'll he's got. Yeah, yeah yeah he does yeah. love some candy and he probably got in his pocket but yeah when i first met your dad he came in Gun vault, shaking hands, everybody's oohing and on. I mean, it's the coolest guy ever. He goes, uh, "What are we eating?" I was like, straight to business. He's like, I'm hungry. But I'm yeah, and then we met a few minutes ago, and I was shoving Correct. some crackers in my Correct. mouth because yes, I was hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so at least, it, at least it's a, a consistency. With yeah, the we're always on the run, and we're always hungry. Good. Perfect. Well, so, you know, you talked about being, you know, all these competitions and, and you know, every every other weekend, for that matter. Um, mm-hmm. What's the mindset when you're in that sort of competition i mean he he shoots a lot of competition yeah, sporting plays clays and he's he does he's usually very successful <laughs> and i try but there's definitely a huge mindset about shooting that i just haven't 
I haven't obtained that yet. And I think it's a learned thing. I know you didn't have a, the question wasn't for me, but I think it's a learned thing. It's a conditioned thing. You have to not like when you put your cleats on, we don't just automatically hit home runs. But sure. I think it's uh, getting the gun in the truck, get my bag in the truck, doing kind of checklist. I got my shell pouch. Do I have this? Do I have that? Then when I get there, everything's laid out. Yeah. And as you start to go and you start to advance, you start to shoot well, you can just put all the everything that's going right on top of itself. Mm -hmm. And being a good shooter and a good competitor are two totally different skill sets. Light years apart. Well, they're two different skill sets. Mm -hmm. You can be one of the best shooters I've ever met and not know how to play the game. Sure. Yep. And then you can be someone that really knows how to play the game well. You know, and do all that and not just be a great shooter. Absolutely. So they're, they're two different skills, and that's one thing where people that spend a lot of time just, like, shooting and they want to get in competing, they automatically think they're going to hop in and be, like, super bomb diggity. Yep. And I'm like, well, you know, like, let's give ourselves some grace period here because yeah. we got to learn how to play the sport. How does the system work? When mm-hmm. am I going to get po- called up? How do I do a stage plan? How can I have my gear the best? What's my mindset? What's happening? Um, that's a whole nother thing that you only get from competing. Sure. So there's always these people that are like, oh man, I gotta get, I gotta wait and I gotta get really good before I can go to my match or this first match and do all that. And it's like, you'll never get better right. at competing by not competing. Sure. Like, yeah. just people people show buy a up. new clay gun and say, oh, I don't know if I'm ready for some tournaments. I said, go to tournament, you'll be ready when you leave. You'll yeah. figure it out in one weekend yep. what I need to get. To beat the guy beside you. And if yep. you're just standing on the sideline looking, thinking that you'll figure it out from there, you'll just be looking forever. So you just got to hop in, yep. however yeah. uncomfortable it is. Correct. And it will be. And it'll but be a shit show. Long. And it'll be fun. Correct. And you got to just give yourself grace because everyone right. had to go through that to figure out what would be good for them. So I'm like, hop in. But the mindset for competing, what was my mindset back in those mm-hmm. times? Uh, title snatching. Yeah. You just I wanted, wanted it. To, well, <laughs> I... Mm, for me to hop into shooting was much different than anyone else approaching shooting. It was never a hobby or a pastime in any family aspect. You know, like my family kept the lights on and provided by going and winning and being the best in the world at something. So as I was growing up, I didn't have a want to do it because it'd be just like if your parents were the best electricians that ever were. Well, does that make you want to go to work sure, with them and sure, become sure. the best electricians? And sure. you're kind of like, no, oh, I still work. Yeah. And I was just a kid wanting to be a kid. Um, so only when it became something where it was my turn to figure out how to provide for me. So I was going to graduate at 15 or 16 anyways because I was homeschooled. Um, I had already had like eight jobs at that point. Uh, working in my family is a very big deal and a very big part of who we are. Mm-hmm. So it was already like, am I going to go to college and I'm not a college lady. I'm not a school lady. Uh, I already had these other paths planned. And then luckily, Three Gun fell into it. And I knew that I had to have an immense passion for shooting if it was going to be something that I dedicated time to because it was either going to be my career, which then meant it was going to be everything that I did, everything. If you want to be a 1% in something, you have to give 99% to get there. Right. Yeah. Um, or I didn't want it. So once I found something that was like, oh, shoot, okay, I like this a whole lot. This is is pretty awesome. Uh, Then it was just a deep dive in. And it was from that point, it was like, go hit the go button on, I have to be good enough to support myself in any future that I want. 
off sure. of this. So the well, only option was to be the best. Career and a passion and a hobby and a business. Yep. You kind of pulled it all together. You, they, it has to be everything. Sure. You can't. You, <laughs> you're not allowed to have anything else for a long time. Sure. You got to build your foundation and your value up. So those, if you're like, man, I want to get a sponsor. I want to get into shooting. Okay. You can't. Do you mean that? You, yeah. do, you, do you mean that? Because yeah. you only get it through an immense sacrifice of other things. Okay. And you can have it, but you, it's got to be someone that speaks to you, which sure. is why I had to find my passion first. Yeah. Because it was uninteresting before that. And I found my passion. I found my sport. And then it was just like a go button. And then my family, it became so much easier within my family's dynamic that I was competing. It was always inconvenient that I wasn't competing. So now it was like, oh, we don't have to find like random households for her to stay at while we're gone every weekend. Or we don't have to arrange anything. What can she do while we're at Yeah, it was just like, hop in the car. It was like, okay. Don't forget your guns. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, hop in the car. Don't forget shit. Let's go. (laughs) And that's (laughs) that's what we did nonstop. And it was an absolute uh, hoot. I had a question this morning in my breakfast Q&A is if I could go back and talk to Paslina and tell her something, mm-hmm. what would it be from the shooting world? And uh, my answer was to go back and tell Paslina how special it was. At the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were a traveling road show of family shooters. Like we had a, we once had a 21 foot motorhome that we all stayed in for 21 days shooting oh three God. gun matches across the whole country. Yeah. So we had literally my bed was the gun storage place, and I couldn't even get in it. So we'd have to like we pile all of our guns and cover this whole entire bed, coated in gear and stuff. And, and then they get and then and then, and then yeah. until I go to bed, no, I'd have to like put them all down. We'd break down the table. Yeah. Like we were in a we were in a freaking match box sleeping in hoppies number nine yeah. whatever it was <laughs> like it didn't matter we were just on the road doing stuff um it was, a, a it was really that cool I love, and i was trying to say it as much as i as much as i can it's the good old days are now yeah you don't realize how much fun it was to sleep in the gun room of the 21 foot yeah mobile home and just how it was like, Man, special this is it. yeah, yeah. yeah. look back yeah. yeah this is that was the, yeah those are good old days but yeah yeah something that you're doing whether it be today or next week or next month, like you're gonna look back in five years, like man, that really yep. was a good time. Yeah, you know? yep. I, I try to step back and like, man, this mm-hmm. is that we're we're doing it. This is it. And it was all that I knew, so it was sure. as average as everything sure. you didn't else know could it was possibly be. It, it was all the time. Yeah, yep. yeah. So it was cool. It was some really awesome years of all of us competing at the top of our game there for a while. Mom winning open class, Dad winning open class, me winning standard class, and like just. Just racking in the wins that's everywhere awesome. we went, shooting nonstop, and uh, that's an experience. Trophies in 21 days, taking, collecting, <laughs> pull behind. Yeah, yeah, how many trophies can you <laughs> yeah. fit in a 21 foot Winnebago? <laughs> With three people and yeah. 40 guns. Yeah. Um, how many times you left your house, and left a gun at home that you needed in like two hours? Um, that wasn't bad, but I'll list off the things that I have borrowed at a shooting competition. Are we ready? Are we ready? Um, pants, an inner belt, a pistol, pistol ammo, earmuffs, glasses, a complete shotgun, uh, a shotgun magazine tube, shotgun caddies, mm, a rifle bolt, uh, a rifle optic, um... 
pants is a good one. I think that's that. <laughs> yeah, the pants one, that one wasn't fun. But luckily, I found somebody that had some pants. I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be summer, it. and for some reason, I showed up with no pants with belt loops on, yeah. and I was like. What am I doing? How yeah. am I going to put my gear on? I've been to several <laughs> shoots where I don't know. I've left my gun at once, maybe twice. I've had you know mishaps, stuff breaks, it falls over. Um, more than one time, I'm handing my gun to a guy behind me, mm-hmm. or he's handing me his, and mm-hmm. we're figuring it out. Uh, several times, I've handed a jacket over. So the guy who shoots behind me wears the jacket while I shoot. And oh, I'll trade absolutely. With him. Nothing. I don't want to shoot a jacket. It's, all, it's uncomfortable. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. So we'll swap. I'll hold a gun. He'll hold a jacket. And we'll just. It's just perfect. Like yeah. Oh, I love being the jacket holder because yeah. then you put them on. Or like the jacket Correct. warmer. And like, it's a warm one. Yeah. You put it on. Yeah. yeah. It's the qual- yes, It's exactly. the only way to do it. Somebody's already been wearing yeah, it. Don't yeah. Don't let this get cold. While exactly. I'll only. I'll only be. I'll be just a second. You know. Right. Just, just a second. Keep it warm. I'll be back. Well, let's talk more about Rose. Yeah. It's a. I'll, I'll, I'll let you to it. I mean, Ooh, it's it's exciting. So, uh, f- from 2012 onward, all I did was compete. We laid the foundation for that, like yeah. on the road, title snatching, gotta win them, those trophies. Yeah. And then COVID hit, and for the first time in my life, I was home. And at this point yeah. in time, I yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah. um, and I was living on my own in Little Rock, Arkansas, and then COVID hit. And the, I want you to know the universe is silly. I was like, man, I really need some alone time. I need to be on my own. And they were like, ha ha, COVID, suck it. Be careful what you wish <laughs> yeah. for, right? And then yeah, I was stuck at home yeah. forever. Um, but what it did was I was getting to a point in competing where I was hopping around divisions and guns trying to find a passion again. Something that makes the immense sacrifice mm-hmm. worth sure. it. You yeah. gotta have that. Sure. Um, and I wasn't finding something that was just fulfilling my soul. And then COVID hit, and a tradition in my family is to face a fear every year. So, like, I have a fear of heights. My mom and I have jumped off this 108 story building, we've gone skydiving and rock climbing because of it. Um, I have a traumatic experience with water as a child, so I'm not a huge fan of water. So I'm scuba certified, and my mom and I went scuba diving inside a flooded mine system under rocks and in the dark and things. So Mm. very much so, like, if you're afraid of it, it. then possibility lies on the other side. You better freaking face it on head on, which is also why I decided to live alone in that time of Little Rock and all of this, because I realized I had not lived alone and taken on the burdens of sure. all that, and it like waked me out. So then I went and moved out on my own, and then COVID happened, and I was like, too much alone, really <laughs> too alone. much alone. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually just <laughs> but, me. Yeah. But I learned, I learned how to do it really yeah. well. Um, and I say all that because during COVID, what did we see all around us? We just saw people living in fear. Mm-hmm. So much fear just yeah. on their face and everything that they did, and I was sick and tired of it. And it had been proven to me throughout everything I had done that, like, my future lies on the other side of fear. Like, whatever I fear, if I sure. can face it, I'm going to have something better than I have now. It's like the ultimate arrow in how to progress as a person. Um, and I saw this fear, and I was tired of it, and I didn't know what I could do because I'm very action-oriented. And I'm like, I'm just a girl that shoots. What am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> and... Um, through a lot of thinking and contemplating in COVID, I realized that I, I wanted to take my experience and my skill set and my gift 
and use it to help as many people as I possibly could face their fears. Now, my Hmm. mom, I got to grow up watching her uh, teach women's only handgun camps and three gun camps across the whole country. Uh, she started when I was 10 years old and I was just the lunch lady. And then I like worked my way up and yeah. every instructor there was a woman and they were a national or world level champion competitor. Wow. And any skill level woman was invited to come and attend these three day camps. And I got to do a lot of those growing up and teaching there and the the power transfer, however weird that might sound, of like giving someone the skill set to be able to do something that sure. before they couldn't think they could, and especially with firearms, were intimidated by before was awesome. Yeah. Like if you can just, just work with them, oh, yeah. and then to yeah. see how far these ladies would go over the years it was remarkable. So during COVID, I was like, all right shooting winning me more shiny trophies and other things wasn't Mm -hmm. doing it and it was time for me to reinvest that skill set into something and for me i talked to the women market very specifically because it's you know it's like it's my market it's my people people. yeah Yeah, it's my ladies right so and you grew uh, up in it too yeah yep yep i grew up seeing how awesome women teaching women could be Mm -hmm. um and then I was like, all right, well, I spend 200 days a year on the road competing. I want to now teach every single woman that I can get in a classroom and arm them to the best of my ability, which means I have to give up something. So the first conversation I had, I thought I was going to be getting fired um, because I set up this whole thing. I was like, I'm going to travel the road, go on this road show traveling extravaganza, which means that I can't do what everyone that works with me Did pays you, uh, me to do. up to do, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I uh, luckily in February uh, got to go to a SIG event where a really good friend of mine, Patrick Hanley, was there. And... We were just chatting, just heart to heart in like a hotel lobby at one in the morning. And I'm like, oh, Patrick, I've got to teach. I've got to do this terrified because I've provided for myself since I was 16 years old yeah. uh, by winning things, winning titles. It's what my family does. It's everything that I've known. And now I'm going to do something where I think I'm going to get fired from everybody that I work with because why would I not? I'm not going to do the things they, yeah. that I agreed to do. Make a job and you start a new one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no yeah. big deal. So I had a little, a little heart to heart and was pretty much just telling them that it's what I had to do and to like prepare because I was going to have to go to SIG and tell them and thought I was going to get fired and instead dun, 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 a week later he calls me and he goes it's a go and I was like what's a go what are we talking about yeah. Patrick here and he's like your dream the idea we're, we just had. we're, yeah. we're going to do it and that was the moment that Rose went from being something that was going to be good but it went from being something that already was in the industry and just like my version mm-hmm. of it to being something that was not in the firearms industry. Yeah. And I say that because no other manufacturer has set the standard that we can no longer just supply people with product. But when we give them this product, we also have to take on the responsibility of making them a competent and confident user and owner. So the whole goal of Rose is to be like the easy button to get into firearms and give you all the things that you need, which in the kit, 
you automatically get safe storage because it comes with a Vault-Tec case, yep. which is yeah. everyone's first question. You know, like, I get this. What am I going to do with it? What, what, do, do, with I, it? Yeah. Right. what do I do? So you can have it literally safely locked up before you even get to your car. Yep. What's One of the snap? best safes in the business, too. Right, yeah. It is. It's yeah. uh, electronic. You have backup key access. It's waterproof, TSA approved. It has a tether, so you can have it in one location. Mm-hmm. Good product. Perfect. So we got safe storage knocked off. Yep. We have a product that we already know is proven within the concealed carry world. Mm-hmm. We have both the 380 and the 9mm 365XL and normal 365. So some caliber options and some size options there. Yep. And then what's next? Well, we have education and community. Those are two really important factors for someone to stay in the firearms world and become that confident and competent shooter that we want them to be. So you have a free online educational series with me, which is open to anyone. Now, although when you get your Rose kit, you'll have a direct QR code sure. to go to it, mm-hmm. but we're not about gatekeeping information sure. or community. We want everyone to be yeah, as good as they it. can. Yeah. yeah. So it's an online follow-through series where we, with the dummy rounds that come in your kit, we can literally go from never having touched a gun before to learning how to load our mags, our guns, to structured at-home dry fire sessions put together by me, to structured live fire sessions put together once again by me with free printable targets. Like you don't got if you don't want to talk to nice. anybody. It's turnkey. If you don't want to talk yep. to anybody else, you can get your little rose kit. You can go home, sit at your kitchen table, and in a few well, days we'll have everything figured out. There's an intimidation factor. Yeah, I mean, there's a huge intimidation factor to, yeah. to well, new non, shooters. Non, non buyer, Females yeah. and males, both. Correct. I mean, yeah. and they come into a gun store and they're, you know, they're timid about telling somebody how little they know about firearms. Mm-hmm. And this is another way to do it on your own, mm-hmm. to learn something and not be intimidated by it. And, and, and it's, and take it, your time. Yes. That's the biggest... Um, yeah, don't just get be patient with this. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah because way. we saw everybody in COVID show up and buy a gun and run out of the store mm-hmm. and yes. put it in their we closet and yeah. never touch it <laughs> yeah. because the only reason they got it was because it was finally something scarier to them than guns. It was but, peace of mind. Exactly. More but it, but it didn't yeah. gain them any comfort with the gun. It was Correct. just this thing they locked in their closet. So yeah. I got a gun no, in my they, house They now. had no frame of reference on how to use Nothing. it, what it was. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So we have the online education. And then lastly, there's um, an online community, women only. We just made it over 10,000. Uh, and we wow. just launched in January. So I think we're doing pretty good, um, but super active and super supportive. And f- any questions you got, I'm sure it's been on there. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. And in-person events. We now roll out to uh, SIG Elite dealers and offer like free day classes and conferences and come together and listen and meet and greets. And then we have our bigger Rose Retreats, which are multi-day like bougie classes, like come be treated like a bougie lady. Yeah. Let's also get in some range time uh, and then like a concealed carry fashion show so you can see. Uh, hmm. how different means of concealed carry works on different bodies and different types of... Different scenarios. Different scenarios, wardrobe, different wardrobes. Yeah. And then there's vendors set up there so they can go and try on everything with nice. the yeah, assistance a of, a, a of an expert bonus, to like yeah. fit them to you. Because sure. like you just put a gun on you and it doesn't work the first time and you're like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. No, no, it's like, okay, whoa, 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 let's take a breath. My biggest like, struggle with women find in guns is that they don't wear belts. Yeah, like talking to someone that doesn't have a belt on. Don't wear a belt. I'm like, <laughs> yep. I want to carry a gun. I'm like, okay, nice. How do you want to carry it? I'm not sure. I don't wear a belt. I was like, do you carry a purse? No. I'm like, 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is wow. we're, yeah. yep. we're narrowing this correct. down. Now. Okay. Oh, and I'm left handed. Oh my god. Yeah. And I don't have any fingers. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. How do I do it? Exactly. Yeah. Do you have like a necklace or something? Like that? Yeah. That's a big thing. That's a huge bonus. A huge perk mm-hmm. for someone having a like that type of wardrobe, yeah. fashion show, yeah. how to carry guns. But it's, yeah, it's a huge well, world yeah, of discovery exactly. there. It is. It there's is. a lot of people, there's more guns out there, there's more guns being carried, and yeah. there's more options and more ways to carry it that a lot of people just don't know about. Yep, yeah. yep. And we all have different uh, different everything. Sure. So like, oh my gosh, trying to find a cookie cutter answer that'll work for two people's hard enough, much less for everybody. A, a so. Black hole holster and send it down the road. Yeah. No. Everybody's yeah. a different thing. Yeah. Yep. Put this uh, appendix and go. No. And guys will carry apply. a gun... Or, or, or a knife, they'll carry a water bottle, carry, or just however. Just <laughs> shove it like in my pocket or mm-hmm. like, in, in my belt loop. It's like, it's fine, it's okay. But like, my mom didn't carry a gun like that. My mom's like, it has to fit, everything has to be. It's methodical. No, it has to be like stylish yeah. and concealed, and mm-hmm. I don't want to know it's there, and I don't want you to know it's there. Yeah. But I want to, if I show somebody, I want to tell them how stylish it is. Like, it's all, all going to flow. Yeah. 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 It is true. They do like, the they do like be, to accessorize. Just, like, stick a holster on the outside of his belt. It's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, women, as, you know, like the other half, we are known as the planners, the detail oriented, the 100%. quote unquote overthinkers, which is true. I like to overthink everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is why we require more to get us into usually firearms ownership using than men where it's more like come on you'll figure it out as you go which is true like you absolutely will but if you're not someone that's like uh you know if you're like like to dip your toe in we have to be an industry that's willing to let people take as long as they need to be comfortable to get in whereas our answer before knocks it out the water thank you i like it i like it a lot and it's my passion now like this is this is what I sat in turmoil about for a long time, uh, and it's turned out to be more than I could have asked for. Awesome. I've already had more of an impact in some people's lives than I could have imagined. Like, uh, there was a lady at one of our events not long ago, uh, due to past experiences, she a long list of bad things but um for the first time in her life at 36 years old she went on a walk by herself well really mm-hmm. excellent that's i mean that's amazing i mean it's yeah <laughs> like i literally am like oh my gosh there's there's nothing i could ever have done that could have helped someone more so than give someone the freedom and confidence and comfort to go and venture out in the world on their own. To do something by themselves, yeah. Holy cow. And that right there is like, done, worth it. Literally, it could have been for this one lady. It could be this one scenario, and it's like, done. Yeah. And I had one of those ladies like that, very similar story to that, that was like, if this was just you, it would be worth it. The first event I ever did at Rose. Really? Cool. That's great. And it's a spiral. And, and you're yeah. just like, oh, it's working. It's so amazing. Yeah. So it's just endless, endless things like that. Yeah. Um, and this has been a hole in the industry that I've been staring at my whole life because I've been born and raised in sure. this and around the Surrounded women's by, yeah. market and the everything. So I'm just really proud that. I could do something that could fill a void for for women sure. and that it's 
having more of an impact than I it's more than a product too it's a big impact yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. and when you when you arm a woman you're doing so much more than just like putting it on their hands and teaching them to shoot like it's such a confidence builder it's such a an equalizer i know i hate to throw that one out there sure. but it is sure. and uh even if you're not doing it for personal protection if you're just it doesn't matter your reasons but if there's any intimidation there and you face it, once again, if it's that fear and you face it, sure. you're going to have something to gain. Yeah. Because yeah. if it's on the other side of fear, it's something you don't have now. So face it. Perfect. Yeah. Gain it. So whatever reason it's going to be block better. between you and something. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and I kind of, and I get to be like a chauffeur for people from one side of that fear to the other in the gun world. And Perfect. it's been, uh, it's been a dream come true. And we're just not even a year in. You're just getting started. We're yeah. just warming up. I know. Yeah. It's, it's great. Up and it's stretching. crazy. Yeah. 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 I'm not even, what is it? I'm not even to my fourth cracker yet. And my sixth cracker yeah. pack from earlier. <laughs> I was hangry when I showed up. So I had a cracker pack. I was making a, making my way through. Well, we got yeah. a pizza delivery coming in, in any minute now. So. So uh, we're going to crush some pizza here shortly. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so that's awesome. a little bit of my past, a little bit of what we've uh, evolved into and what Rose has done so far. Well, congratulations. More it's, yeah, yeah, congrats on that. I mean, and, and you know, you're, I don't and think. And the product's great. The, yeah. pro- the product is almost secondhand. It is. To the package that you Ex- get with yeah. it. But the product is killer. You're not going to yeah. look back on this and regret anything to do with this. Correct. I mean, this is this is something you're going to look back on like, wow, I'm just so glad Correct. I went this direction. Yep. Yep. I mean, you know, because I don't think people realize how the, the size or the magnitude of what you're doing, you know. And, and you're only a year in, but it's. It's yeah. it's it's very powerful. Right. It's very 10, emotional. Strong and um, mm-hmm. Yes, and you're nine months in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it's gonna it's it's gonna that's be. Awesome. I can't wait to see how how big it gets. It's yeah. gonna be great. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I am too. Now it's just on us. We've we've gained the trust and the eyes, and we've also gained the, now the responsibility to all of these women to supply them with the best everything that we can. So I'm proud to be like their little advocate in the gun industry to be yeah. like, we, we have to make sure we're giving them the best education, the best supporting products. Like if they have a need, SIG is now a company that has a direct source of like their voice. And like yeah. the gun industry is n- notorious for being like, this is the product we want to make, so buy it. Yeah. Instead yeah. of being like, what's hey, what's the product you want us to right. make yeah. so that we can make it for you? And now I have a group of 10,000 proven people to SIG to be like, hey, look, they're active. They're part of this community. They want this. And this is their opinion. Mm-hmm. So it's one of, I think, the first like from consumer to company voices Correct. and direct ads. Yep. Yeah. To be like, hey, this is who we are. This is what we yeah. want. So that we can make, and once again, we have a we have a huge responsibility to them. It's just like the fact that they trust us. Yeah, yeah. that they trust us means the world. So now it's just up to us to do. And this is a small, small part, but it's a sexy package. Thank you, thank you, classy. It comes out the box. Perfect. Yeah. Thank like you. the nice. And There's even some guys. Box, I mean, I see guys buying it. And I'm like, yeah. you buying that for your wife? No, oh, man, buying it for awesome. me. Yeah. I'm like, well, great. I mean, and you open it up, it's just like it's the presentation's perfect. It's Thank really you. nice. It, I, which I know just does nothing for the product, but it made it looks good. But what? Well, but what other industry can you spend upwards of three hundred dollars and it come in a Ziploc bag? 
Right. Besides the gun yeah. industry, yeah. look at the tech industry. I'm going to go and spend twenty dollars on some knockoff AirPods, and mm-hmm. it's going to come in like a twenty piece beautiful packaging. Yeah. It's and then you nice come box. here, yeah. yeah. Then you come to a gun store, and you're like, I'm going to drop, mm, I don't know, like thirteen hundred dollars yeah. on this package. It's going to come in a cardboard box right. Right. in like a little clear plastic thing with like yeah. the factory grease that's on a, it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. like Very come on, come on, let's have some that's experience right. here. Just like let's out, give it a cut out foam, the, 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 the smooth matte finish on the outside. Let's church. As Patrick would say, let's church it up, man. Let's church yeah. it up. Right. Let's, <laughs> let's give people. Let's, sell it, man. Yeah, let's make people proud and excited about what yeah, they're getting. Absolutely. Giving them an experience. Yep. Yeah. 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 My goal with the packaging was I wanted it to be in the top of someone's closet and it looked like it belonged amongst all of their other designer their boxes. Yeah. 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 It's like some of Gucci bag. Yeah. 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 You know, yeah, like, like everybody's got like their Louvre. No, I know everybody. Yeah, I don't have any of these boxes, yeah. but you know, there's somebody out there somebody that has their, it. you know, designer boxes in the yeah. top of their closet and I wanted this one to look like it just belonged there and wasn't sure. a gun box. Oh, you nailed it. Thank you. This is sharp. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we since we've gotten the range, it's one of the I, – I tell a lot of people, one of the best accessory we sell is education. Mm, and absolutely. it's a big part of this industry. Sure. And, you know, I think everyone should push it. Not everybody does, but I, I love the direction that this, this program is going with uh, with SIG, too, especially. I mean, great company to, to, be, to be with. Um, thanks for what you do, Lena. We appreciate yeah, it. And really thank you for being it. here yeah. at, no, at our expo this weekend. Too. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You, you want to say hey to your dad? No, I just saw him two days ago, but <laughs> hey again. Trust me, he does. Congratulations. Unless we, unless we directly send him this link, he will have no idea how to find it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last the podcast we did with him, we stopped and then they went eight. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We yeah. did. Time to eat. Good timing. <laughs> oh, right. oh, but if we're talking about him, I will let you guys know what my father just did two days ago because I'm proud of him. So let me have my proud yep. daughter moment Do and then it. we'll wrap it up. Yep. So back in 99, my father, Jerry Mitchell, set his first bundle of world records with Revolver. That's where he set the legacy records and all that. And I was only four years old, so I wasn't there. I didn't get to be part of it. I didn't get anything. So two days ago at the Smith & Wesson Grand Opening in Mary's Tennessee, he went after a already existing record uh, set by my actual teammate on SIG, Max Michelle, which was on a plate rack, um, and then he set a new record. So, two days ago, we went out there and cheered him on, and he's been practicing for months, and he decided to go after this pistol world record with a revolver, and that's what makes it even more so impressive. So, a plate rack, which is six circle steels that all knock over. Um, he shot those in with the draw time. So drew six shots in 2.01 seconds. And the time to beat was 2.05. And that was his first string. First and whenever attempt, you set yeah. a record, you have only three attempts. Yeah. So in his first one, after months of practice, we're all out there and he draws his gun literally two seconds later, done. <laughs> Did it. Woo! <laughs> a lot of work all for that, two seconds. All that for nothing, but all that to be so all easy. All that for to, everything. Exactly. Well, it, for it to be so easy. It has to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not allowed to be hard then. That's right. That's right. Um, Too late to so, be hard. Yeah. So he broke that pre-existing record, and then he set a new record. So that one, technically, within Guinness, is the 9mm handgun plate rack world record and he broke that one but with a revolver but it's still the handgun world record nice and then he decided to set an additional one with a revolver so he shot it again for a new try so three more attempts 
and he managed a 1.88 second run. So his revolver world record is faster than his record-breaking time (laughs) of Mm. 2.01. So it was super awesome. He's been doing that a long time, too. Congratulations, Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Daddy-O. You did good. (laughs) did good. Well, uh, Lena, thanks again for being here, and uh, I think it's it's lunchtime. Let's go get some. Let's go get some pizza. Yeah. I like it. And you got a you got a um, you got a little Q and A coming up here shortly too. I You're do. Getting on stage, I so do. yeah. Excellent. It's gonna be a good time. Thanks again for being here. Yeah, thank you guys. Yeah. Deal to have you, so thank you. Awesome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby; it's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.